Hello, everyone. Welcome to Birth Your Vision Podcast Live. This is the show that provides inspiration, advice, strategies, and tips for women in business and for aspiring female entrepreneurs who are looking to turn their skills or ideas into successful, profitable business. So each week, I will interview an amazing, successful businesswoman who will be sharing, you know, all the um, great tips as well as a success with us on this um, program. So today I have an amazing guest with me, and that is Dr. Kimberly Sanders, who is all the way from Texas, America. And she's going to be talking a lot all about how she's been able to use the power of her skills um, to be able to help many women, you know, who have been victims of human trafficking and also helping them out of prison and supporting them to be able to get vocational um, training as well as counseling and also helping them to start the business and also to be able to get, um, you know, jobs as well. So she is a wonderful woman and I'm so excited to have her on our show today. Um, so I'll be welcoming her to come and speak to us very shortly. But just before we start, I just want to tell you just a little bit about Dr. Kimberly. Um, she is a powerful woman of grace and virtue. Um, she is awesome and she's all the way from Texas. And, um, you know, she is actually the founder and the chief executive of um, Sisters with Hope and Faith. And um, she has also been a great female and also a minority executive in the medical field for the past 20 years. She has worked just as diligently in the field of social justice and reform, attending workshops and interviewing female inmates in the intention of helping all women from all walks of life. Her organization, it's all about um, supporting women and also it's, it's also about, you know, building them up from when they've actually come out of prison and you know to give them that great transformation and you know she offers great services such as outreach vocational training career placements and you know many many more services that we're going to be hearing about today so without further ado please welcome the beautiful and wonderful dr kimberly hey cool you <laughs> hi hannah thank you so much for a great introduction you it's are a welcome. To be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you look absolutely wonderful. Um, so you, good to man. see you. <laughs> Thank so you. So I just want to, yeah, I just want to say welcome to the Birth Your Vision podcast live show. I'm so excited to see you today. Um, I know that we connected, you know, via social media, and um, we are definitely going to be. Um, doing great work together. So I just want to welcome, you know, all our wonderful guests who are here tonight, who have tuned in to come and listen to Dr. Kimberly, who is going to be sharing some amazing um, information about how she's been able to start this wonderful nonprofit organization and the reasons why she's been able to, um, you know, take it to a whole new level and what you can actually do to actually support her. So welcome Dr. Kimberly once again. Um, and I just want you to basically introduce yourself to our audience. Um, who is Dr. Kimberly really? And um, how have you been able to get to where you are today? 
Oh, hello, everyone. I am Dr. Kimberly Sanders. I'm the mother of two beautiful daughters, Kamani and Brianna Sanders. I've spent the last 20 years plus uh, in the medical field, as well as the last 10 years uh, on the corporate side. I have 20 years uh, experience working with nonprofit organizations, as well as volunteering with others. Um, I just have a compassion for helping and making a difference in people's life. That's just who Dr. Kimberly Sanders is. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You are a mother and you know you are a powerful woman who is doing some amazing um, job in the community, helping others to be able to really thrive. So, you know, tell us about um, this wonderful organization, Sisters with Hope and Faith. Where did this actually start from? Okay. Sisters with Hope and Faith. Uh, Sisters is a global nonprofit organization that was established in Texas. Uh, we provide services and safe haven for victims of human trafficking as well as women newly released from prison. Fantastic. So mm -hmm. for those who are watching us today and who have not actually um, been exposed to human trafficking or who do not even actually know what human trafficking is, could you explain to us what that is? Yeah, and I'm glad you asked that because uh, human trafficking, most people think it's just sex trafficking. They're not aware mm -hmm. that it's not only sex trafficking, it's also labor trafficking. Um, and it's also, um, it's funny that most people always think that it has to do with women. But in these days, uh, human trafficking not only involves women, but children as well, as well as um, the number of men in human trafficking is growing up. So human trafficking is something that's not only sex trafficking, but labor trafficking is something that has been going on around the world for years and it's even increasing by the moment. Mm, wow. And um what was your motivation um, in starting, you know, Sisters with Hope? Uh, I had the opportunity to actually uh, interview human trafficking victims, uh, women that were in the criminal systems to get their story. What led them into the situation they was in? And by hearing their stories and seeing the lack of resources and the lack of support they had, um, as society, I feel that we were we're in debt to them. We have failed them. So I wanted to develop sisters where we can pretty much help them and not continue to cycle by failing them, by not providing them with the necessary resources and education and support they need to be successful. Absolutely. And so how do you actually um, come across these types of women? Um, is there a referral? Um, unit that actually put you in line with them? How do you actually get in touch with such women? Yes, um, well, we use two different sources. We also go through referral where we partner with other organizations where they come in contact with victims, uh, whether it's through a hotline or whatever, and we uh, get our victims that way. We also partner with the criminal system that have ladies that, that are being newly released from the criminal system that they feel that may be good fit for the program. Mm, fantastic. So tell us about your organization and what really makes it unique from others. Uh, well, what makes Sister unique, I'll say, my thing, I say we are one-stop shop. We don't just focus right. on one area to restore these ladies. We restore these ladies uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Not only that, but we don't just provide them resources for education or 
housing or on the job training, we secure them as we secure them employment and housing before they leave our program. So that's what makes us unique. Fantastic. So um, what is it like in America in terms of your states in Texas um, when we talk about human trafficking? Um, has it gone up really high in terms of um, the numbers of women being trafficked? What is it like over there? Yes. Matter of fact, Texas was like number one back in 2019 for human trafficking victims. Yes, the numbers are going up. Sadly, say even through COVID, they're continuing to go up even more. So, yeah, the numbers here is rising. Mm, yeah. So what do you think that we can do as, um, you know, women to be able to kind of challenge this? You know, this is um, the month of celebrating women. This is International Women's Month. And like you said, you know, such things as human trafficking has actually gone up on the rise in Texas and I'm sure in other places as well, you know, as well as in the UK as well. But what can we do as women? How can we identify, you know, a woman that is being trafficked? How do we get them to speak to us so that we can actually refer them to the right people? Well, in order to do that, as you know, dealing with victims, they've lost a lot of faith and trust. So yeah. you have to gain trust with them by letting them know that we're here to help them and the resources that we can provide for them. Um, and that's the main thing with dealing with human trafficking victims is they don't know who to trust. So as women, we have to be able to put ourselves in our position, relate to them on that level and let them know that we understand. And again, no matter what your background or what you've done in the past, that there's still a new beginning for you and that we're here to help you to that new beginning. Absolutely. Um, so take us through um, your work with working with women who have been in prison and, you know, the transition from going into prison and coming out of prison and what you've been able to actually support them with, you know, in line with your organization guidelines. Okay. When they come out into our program, we make sure, again, like I said, the areas we focus on uh, is not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So by doing that, we make sure that they work with social services, making sure that they get all the necessary things they need uh, for those victims that maybe uh, don't is undocumented. We partner with different uh, attorneys to make sure we can get those paperwork. We provide them with counseling because, again, whether you're coming in off the street or from jail, you've face some type of trauma. So we provide them with yes. different types of trauma training, counseling skills. Uh, we also provide them with education, you know, education um, with helping them get their GEDs, uh, vocational training. Uh, we have our spiritual guidance where we help build their faith. Also, we serve as a support group for them. We do weekly, you know, support groups with them. We serve, we make it, we make them feel that they're at home, you know, and that yeah. they have the support that they never knew. We we have them understand um, what it is to the benefits of being of our program, as well as the benefit of for them when they leave our program. So we the main, the main thing is just making them feel comfortable, trusting us, and providing them with the necessary resources that when they do leave us, that they will be successful. Fantastic. Fantastic. So you know, tell us um, from. Those who have actually worked with you, those those women that you've actually worked with, um, have you been able to kind of follow them up just to see um, how they're able to now kind of live a better life? 
Um, you know, some of them have been to prison for one or two reasons. Um, sometimes it could be things that is not actually, you know, their fault, but, you know, they've gone to prison for that. You know, how have they actually felt in terms of their mental health? How have you been able to support them with that? Uh, and that's again coming through our program. We focus a lot on the mental through counseling, other um, therapy uh, sessions as well. And when the ladies leave our program, we don't just throw them out in society. They still have access to all of our resources, counseling and everything free, um, free of services. And we require them for six months after they leave our program to come back once a month for a group session so we can talk through and work through daily things that maybe they're going through in life and making sure they're on track. Not only that, but we provide a case manager for each uh, client and she or he follow with that uh, young lady for once a month for a year, just to make sure everything is going up. So if things are getting a little difficult or they feeling, you know, need that support, they still know that we're there. We always serve as a support system for them during the program and after the program. Fantastic. I mean, your work is so commendable. Um, I'm super proud of your achievements. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you are doing such a phenomenal job over there in Texas. And you're Thank a you. woman that we're shining a light on today because it's all about celebrating women during International Women's <laughs> Month. And I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, you know, what it's what do you feel um we can actually do when it comes to eradicating sex trafficking because you know it's actually um an incredible problem yeah. that it's yeah. um affecting so many you know and um and it's really close to home sometimes you know yeah. it can be people that you know it can be your friends you know what can we do to actually ensure that we can be part of, you know, the solution. How can we get involved within our community? Well, the most important thing is educating, educating mm. the community. Again, most people don't know what human trafficking is or the signs, and they're not aware of the lack of resources that are out here for women when they come out of the criminal system. So the main thing would be educating educating the community on the needs and what it looked like. And by doing that, hoping though, hoping that they would want to join board with organizations like mine uh, and help fight for it by identifying it, reporting it to legal people that happen, because if you educate them, they know how to identify it. So just by yeah. coming on board and want to provide some of those necessary resources that the ladies are lacking, whether it's housing, whether it's uh, education, or even just being able to give them employment. So educating the community and society would be the main thing in order to help with the problem. Absolutely. Yes. Um, what sort of challenges have you had along the way? You know, what have you actually encountered? Because, um, you know, working with, you know, such diverse group of women who have actually um, been through quite a lot of trauma, challenges and tough times in their life, you know, what challenges have you had, have you had to face, um, you know, in helping and supporting them? Um, building their trust, because again, yeah. even though they're so used to being told one thing and something else, yeah. you know, and being done another, so trust, um, building that trust with them is main, is very important because a lot of them, they've been, they only know 
just that one life that they've been doing or that one person that they've been dealing with, they feel that they can only trust everybody else. They can't. And they feel that even with, I've had ladies that tell me they went to organizations that's provided them with the counseling and things, and then they leave and they're still back to step one, nowhere to go or no home or no employment. So they end up going back into the same situation. So just them trusting that sisters would deliver what we say. Yeah. So the power of trust, it's so important, isn't it? To be oh, able really? to build trust. It's all about building trust and great relationships. And yes. that makes it really easy for you to be able to, um, you know, support and help them and right. understand exactly where they're at, which is really, really incredible. And, you know, I just wanted to know, you know, what allows you to have such a tremendous um, courage and energy, <laughs> you know, um, to be able to actually command such a great, bold vision. What is it, Dr. Kimberly? <laughs> <laughs> the fact then when I uh, interviewed these uh, ladies, knowing from talking to them from day one, they knew yeah. instantly that they deserved it better than what they were getting, but they just didn't have the lack. They didn't have the resources or the education yeah. to do better. So knowing, so me knowing that they know that they deserve better gave me the courage and the passion and to know that, hey, I have to make a difference in these women's life. Mm, absolutely. Um, is this what gave you the confidence? I'm sorry, what was that? Um, is this what gave you the confidence and the boost? Because, you know, you're a very confident woman. And, yes. um, you know, where did you get your confidence from? You know, your belief system. How how did you get to this stage? Well, uh, again, knowing and I feel that when people know they can do better and just don't have the resources to do better, then that gives me the confidence because I can help. It's, you know, I can help you see that and see that vision and you're willing to do that. So just having a confidence and wanting to make a difference in people's life, wanting to do good and then let them know that even though you had whatever your past were, you know, is and was that you still have a chance to do better. And knowing that they see that gives me the confidence to want to fight and do what I need to do in order to make sure they get the necessary resources they need to be successful. Absolutely. Um, just looking at some of the question, um, someone said there are other organizations that are doing very similar um, work that you do to help women. Um, you know, what is it that actually differentiates your organization? You know, what right. is it that makes your organization unique and stand out compared to others? Because what Sister does, we don't just provide them with the education on the job skill training or the housing resources. We walk with them from step one to, to step five with the process. By And what I mean by that is help them build a resume. We do on-the-job skill training with them, mark interviews. But not only that, every client that leaves our program, we will have secured them employment and housing. A lot of other organizations, they provide them with the resources and even tell them the companies or the organizations that are hiring and send them there. But sisters walk with them through that process. So before you leave, everyone will be employed and have housing, not just transitioning from one transitional home to another, but transitioning into your own home. So that's what makes us different. 
Fantastic. So they actually have a place to stay, which is awesome because homelessness is also another big problem um, mm -hmm. in many countries as well as in the UK. And it's amazing that, you know, you're able to help them to actually have a place to stay, which yeah. is really unique because some organization may not be able to offer that, you mm -hmm. know, and, um, and I think that's one of the things that actually makes your organization even more powerful because not only are you helping them, you know, to be able to get jobs and to be able to, you know, do training and get their um, education, but also a safe place for them to actually stay and be able to live comfortable yeah. is really awesome. You know, um, who are your influences? I mean, who inspires you? You know, because every powerful woman has a role model, somebody that they look up to. So who is your inspiration, Dr. Kimberly? <laughs> my inspiration was my mother. I watched her from a baby from a child up helping people and she never worried about herself she always put everyone else first from her giving and taking care of them so she's been my inspiration my i would say everything behind what i'm doing with sisters mm, wow awesome i think many of us can relate to that you know our mothers being our role model because that's the first woman we see you know the the one that is actually the nurturer the one right. that provides, right. the one that supports, the one that guides, the one that protects. Right. I can relate to that and so can other women on this platform. Um, you know, tell us more about uh, the, the the support in terms of people who can actually support what you're doing. Um, you know, what sort of connections are you looking for? Okay, well, I'm looking for people that actually want to make a difference in our sister's life and they, they want to do that through volunteering for, with sisters uh through donor uh, being a, do a donor partnership and sponsors so we're just looking for anyone that has that you know compassion and want to make a difference and they can do it through volunteer again sponsorship partnership or donors fantastic so how can people actually reach you um, you know, to get in touch with you, should they want to sponsor or maybe volunteer for your organization? Um, tell us, you know, your social media links so that I could actually leave them in the comment section below. Yeah, we're at um, Sisters at Hope and Faith. Uh, we can be found on um, LinkedIn um, as well as Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. My website is www.sisterswithhopeandfaith.org. Fantastic. That's brilliant. So I'm just leaving some of the links in the description bar below. Um, so um, how long have you been actually doing this? How long have you been doing the nonprofit organization for? Well, with Sisters, my, like I mentioned earlier, I have over 20 years my work with other, but actually for my own, for sisters, I've, I would say for the last four to five years, because I spent um, about three and a half of those years uh, doing my research, researching other organizations, what do they do and what they're not doing, interviewing uh, human trafficking victims, women in the uh, criminal system, so I can know how I actually wanted to uh, develop and structure sister to make sure that we was capitalizing on the ladies' needs, um, not just providing the same services as everyone else and not capitalizing on all their needs. Mm, absolutely. Um, could you tell us one of the most um, 
remarkable story in terms of um, you know working with some of the women in your in your community. Um, what has actually made you feel quite emotional? You know, you know, made you had a, a really different way of thinking. You know, what has what has that been for you? If you can share a story. Uh, are you saying a story about one of the victims or just one of the? Yeah, one of the victims. Yeah. Well, I would say one um, where I actually uh, interviewed this young lady and you can tell that she was very intelligent. But the thing about it, that her mother was a single mother, had younger children, and her mother was the reason why she was basically out human trafficking because she basically sold her in order to be able to um, provide for her younger uh, siblings. And the young lady herself, you know, so much felt that, you know, she was doing the right thing because she was helping providing for her um, siblings and her mother. So that kind of touched my heart because as a mother, thinking that, you know, having to put, putting your daughter out to do something like that, but even that she feel that what she was doing was right in making you proud because she was helping, taking care of the family. So I think that was like more touch me than a lot of the other things, knowing that. Mm, absolutely, wow. That's just incredible. You know, I just want to commend you. And you know, as we are celebrating um, International Women's Month, um, you know, the theme this year is actually choose to challenge. And, um, you know, I usually would ask my guests to actually um, share what they've actually chosen to actually challenge. I think yours is very clear, but it would be really nice for you to share that with us, to let the world know what you've actually chose to challenge. And in order for us to do that, just before we do that, I just wanted to ask you, what does that mean to you though, when we talk about choose to challenge? Um, what does it mean to you within your organization, within you know your community? Um, what does that really um, stand for, for you? What, um, I would say, what issue or problem that we're having today that we as an organization going to step up and do um, to actually provide or do the things we need to do in order to help with the with the problem, uh, with the cause. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Right. So we're going to strike the pose, which is the choose the challenge pose, <laughs> where we lift up our arms. <laughs> and, um, you know, you now share exactly what you're going to choose to challenge. So for me, um, so this is what we do. We're just going to raise our hand up. I'm mm -hmm. going to do the other one. Yeah, that's oh, the one. I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I do this. <laughs> okay. So I choose to challenge celebrating women, which is what I love to do, and also equal equality as well as gender bias, and also forge forward and help women to be more visible. Right. So what would you choose to challenge? My challenge is to decrease the number of human trafficking victims and to provide, to make sure we have more resources available for women that are human trafficking victims as well as women being newly released from the criminal system. Fantastic, that is amazing. Right. I love that, incredible. And I just want to commend the work that you're doing, Dr. Kimberly. Thank you're doing you. amazing work. And, um, you know, what has it been like for you coming onto the Birth Your Vision podcast show? Um, you know, the, the whole process. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I was honored that you asked me to come on first, <laughs> but then I was a little nervous, but I was honored that you um, asked me to come on and that you really wanted to get the word out about what human trafficking is. Because again, a lot of people don't know about it. And there's a lot of people even afraid to even touch the topic, even with yeah. even just talking about it. So I was very uh, grateful and thankful that you invited me to come on the show to tell about sisters you are, and human trafficking. Thank you so much. You are definitely you. welcome. Um, any last messages to our viewers who are watching us right now? Any message that you would like to share with them um, before we um, come to the end of our show? Outside of the fact that um, we as sisters have this uh, saying that we say, <laughs> we said, do everything you do with love and your life would be, your life would have no other choice but be filled with love. So I just ask that if people jump on board to cut, let's fight this cause together. Let's make a difference in our sisters' lives, in our community by fighting this cause. Fantastic. I love the way you've actually said it. So it's all about joining hands together and fighting a great cause. And um, this could happen to anyone around our circle, whether it's your friend, your neighbor. Um, so, you know, try to see how you can actually reach out and offer support. And so for those of you who are watching, who would like to actually connect with the amazing Dr. Kimberly, kindly do so. I will leave all the information um, in the comment section. So I just want to say thank you so much to all our amazing viewers for coming on today and for joining us as we continue to celebrate women in the month of March, because it's all about shining the spotlight. There is so many women doing great, phenomenal work across the world. And it's so amazing to bring international and global as well as local guests, you know, each month in business to come and share their expertise and also shining the light on women who are doing some fantastic work in their community. So thank you so much, Dr. Kimberly. It's been a pleasure thank having you, you here thank today. You, <laughs> you, are, you are mostly welcome. And so to all our wonderful guests, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Leave your comments below. And also, um, you know, go to the YouTube page and also like, share and subscribe. So I just want to say thank you so much, everyone. And join me next week with another amazing guest as we continue to celebrate International Women's Month during this month. So thank you so much, everybody. Have a great evening. And thank you to Dr. Kimberly. Thanks for coming on tonight. Um, stay blessed, everyone. Have a great evening. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Thanks.